Hello, everybody. It is Video Game Fury coming at you here on November 9, 2022. I am here again to give you the latest in all the gaming news, reviews, tips, tricks of the trade. Let's get ahead into this week's episode. Hope you can join me for the ride. I know it's the hip thing to do right now to hate on the Switch of late. When you see these kind of success that it's making for Nintendo, you always look at the top dog and say, hey, what can we do to get these guys off the top here? We want to get the underdogs again here. And a lot of this conversation is coming in the way too, especially in the in the uh, the launch of the Steam Deck that happened in the last few months and with more availability coming into play for the system. Uh, its stock is only going to rise for a lot of the folks who are loving it here. But we got to really celebrate the success here that the Switch is gone. I'm reading from a Gamatsu article that went up a couple of days ago where Switch worldwide sales has topped $114 million. And here's there's there's so much stats here coming. This is coming from their latest earnings release that they uh, posted of their last quarter here. And so the 114 million is worldwide as of September 30th of this year. Here they put out some also very important stats for a lot of uh, uh, new games here. But I want to get into some of the updated sales numbers for its first party Switch titles. Uh, the top 10 titles right now: Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, over 48 million copies. I'm probably I'm only going to quote the numbers for a few of these here, but Animal Crossing definitely got a big boost, especially during the uh, pandemic lockdown that we went through a couple of years ago. Uh, that has a little over 40 million. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate's almost near 30 million. Uh, Breath of the Wild, I kind of was surprised it wasn't a little bit higher than this, but then again, uh, it is more single player focused and uh, you know its longevity uh, compared to the other three games. Um, you know, kind of makes sense where it is, but still, you get close to 28 million sold uh, on its system there, so nothing to sneeze at either. Uh, and then just to kind of route the list here, we got games like Pokemon Sword and Shield, Mario Odyssey, Party, uh, Ring Fit Adventures up there. There's a couple other Pokemon games too, all kind of hovering around the 15 million mark. Uh, and then to get into the the sales numbers of the recent releases of this year, uh, pretty impressive when you consider some of those these properties as well. Uh, kind of no surprise, Pokemon Legends Arceus, which came out at the very beginning of 2022, uh, almost 14 million copies within a year, and you know, and it is a much different style. I never get to play; I didn't get to play the game, but I know it's a much different style than the other Pokemon games. Um, you know, pretty impressive legs there for that series, and it is Pokemon, so we know that the Pokemon fans uh, will definitely look that up there. Uh, very good standing on this one here. Splatoon 3 only came out in early September. So we're only talking a couple of months. 7.90 million copies. Uh, that's impressive. Really impressive for them. Uh, it shows that uh, there is a very strong brand going on here. So that's pretty impressive there too uh, as well. We've got... Uh, Switch Sports, which didn't really review well. It still sold over a little 6 million copies. Kirby in the Forgotten Land, its first big 3D open world entry there, sold over 5 million. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, um, which is I know is, it tends to be a pretty popular RPG series, maybe not in the same realm as like a Final Fantasy uh, series, but it still sold about 1.72 million uh, copies there, and the game came out in late July. Uh, so for a game like that, it's a little more niche of an rpg uh did pretty well for them too 
Uh, in general, it says here that more than 917.59 million Switch games have been sold worldwide. Again, whatever you want to feel about Nintendo, I know that in, in recent years, again, they're, they're, they're crying for you know, it, it to upgrade to a more of like an HD 4, 4K standard, especially in the light in light of the launch of the Steam Deck recently. But you can't take away what they accomplished here. We, we got to remember the history of what Nintendo has gone through. Nintendo was not doing great during the Wii U era, the, pre, the system that came before the Switch. And I would even argue, even though the system sold very, very well, the very tail end of the Wii era uh, was not that great era. Uh, not that great either. And yes, they they were able to manage eventually get Skyward Sword out, but their first party outputs uh, at the very end of the Wii era was terrible. And it was mostly just shovelware at that point. At that point, most people were just getting over the fad of what the Wii motion controls were doing. And Nintendo, you know, under bad advice, whatever they did, why they chose to do this, decide to keep the premise going by having Wii in the Wii U name when it had really had nothing of it there that made it stand out. And you could kind of tell the Wii U was kind of like the transition from the Wii to the Switch because the you know the Wii U, if you remember, it had the gamepad. Uh it just it was not it didn't have a lot of applications at the time yet. Plus the battery life sucked on that system. But you could see that they were uh, they were eventually going to build something uh that would probably piggyback off that tablet. So um so yeah, uh, we we have to we have to really remember this here. Nintendo was not doing great, even 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 during a time when like they were super popular in handheld. Like the DS was another system that uh, sold incredibly great. The 3DS was not doing that great, and they, right out of the gate there, they they had the price too high, and they were losing a lot of money in the system. They had to drop the price on that system asap there because uh, it just didn't do so well. And eventually, they did get some more compelling content out on the 3DS there. But it was definitely not at the level that the DS was uh, at that time. So, so eventually, it, it all turned out to work out very well for them there. The Switch came out roaring out of the gate with Breath of the Wild as the launch title, and then having like you know very compelling offerings and games like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which, as we just said, best-selling Switch game uh, of all time here so far. Uh, then you had games like Mario Odyssey coming out that same year, Luigi's Mansion Three a couple years later. Like, you know, I think them finally uniting the console and handheld divisions of their studios that they had kind of separated for so long by getting them all together. They finally solved the problem of getting a, a more consistent content. It still didn't work for them too well in the third party standpoint. I mean, and they eventually started to kind of change that mindset by becoming like the, what they call the Nindy platform. They kind of became that platform for indie games that, uh, studios like Sony and Microsoft kind of abandoned for a while. So between the first party output and then the merging of all their studios together, uh, and then of course the in, in, embracing the indie initiative, I think is what really is the true the true telling story here of the Switch's success. And so now, now we have now of course you have to ask the question. We're here five years, uh, five plus years later after the Switch's launch here. Nintendo seems to be saying that they have no plans to really uh, think about even getting a new console yet. That could be just PR speak for all we know. For all we know, there is a Switch Pro or whatever they want to call it that will be uh, kind of a 4K compatible device. 
you know, even recent games that they've been saying, like I've heard all, I read all the stories like Xenoblade Chronicles 3 when it came out that it, uh, in terms of frame rate, it was just performing poorly. And that's why people are asking for this to happen. Um, so it's a, no, no doubt this is the, probably some of the things that Nintendo is thinking right now. But at the end of the day, if the system is keeps selling, they're not in any rush to get anything new out. I don't see the, I don't see why they would need to, and especially when you've got a big release coming next year in, in Breath of the Wild's release with Tears of the Kingdom. Um, again, we haven't heard anything about uh, a newer upgraded Switch coming to the, for that system there. And they kind of have some legs going on right now when they released the OLED version of the Switch last year too. So right now, they're just they're looking it all up, man. You you could say maybe yeah, I mean, is it the Nintendo fanboys and like they will just buy anything Nintendo gives them? I don't know because I didn't I haven't bought everything a lot that that Switch is getting me here. Yes, I was early adopter, got Breath of the Wild, got Mario Odyssey, but I haven't I haven't touched Luigi's Mansion three. I haven't I don't I don't really play Pokemon, so I definitely don't fit that audience either. Um, I haven't touched the I haven't touched Splatoon since Splatoon two, and even that was more brief. Um, and I haven't touched any of the Xenoblade games, so I, I wouldn't say I'm I'm sucking up everything that Nintendo's out there too. But you know they know who their audiences are and who they're going for. And again, I think they you know they show that when they have gaps, they can reach out to those third parties, to those indies to fill something in. Even third party games have been kind of jumping in with cloud versions of the games. And there, yeah, you could say yeah, they're probably you know the inferior versions as opposed to actually playing them installed on your playstation or xbox devices at the end of the day you can't discount what nintendo has absolutely succeeded in doing and i i would measure at this point here ride this wave as much as you can because i i, I sit here all the time and think to myself what could nintendo do to top this i mean granted the same thing we said the same thing after the wii and you know even though it took them a generation to figure it out the Switch was the answer to that. I struggle to think where they could go with this here. If anybody knows how Nintendo works, they are kind of the Blue Ocean initiative people. They are always uh, thinking outside the box of what Sony and Microsoft do. They don't think, I don't even think they put themselves in the same realm of competition with them. They're just doing their own thing, and they're doing it very well. We have to see where it goes, but I just do not sense the urgency to get something out. I don't even think it's really within them to just iterate on the switch as it is with a switch pro uh, i think if they're going to do any kind of visual upgrades like that they're going to do that with a completely brand new system and i just don't think that is going to happen anytime soon for as long as the sales as impressive as they are continue to be this way so we'll have to see how 2023 looks and beyond here for sure uh you know first party output again you got tears of the kingdom you still we're still waiting to hear about uh, Metroid Prime 4, you would hope to hear something soon by then. Uh, but we don't have a lot much to hear about that, but it still could still be enough for them to keep going for the next year or two. Uh, if we're going to hear anything about new hardware from the Switch, I would not be surprised if we don't hear it until maybe late in next year or possibly 2024, in my opinion. So all I got to say is whatever you may feel about the system, congrats to Nintendo, congrats to the Switch um, it's a very good comeback story for them. Uh, so it's very easy to lose that sight uh, when you when you consider where they were pre two thousand seven, uh, not two thousand seven, two thousand seventeen, uh, when things were so dire for them with the Wii U. Uh, it's a very great comeback story. I wish, and who would want to wish any kind of you know bad things on Nintendo anyway? Here, it's a company that has people working, creating jobs, and 
uh, all that stuff there. We want them to succeed. Nintendo is like one of the most important names in video game history over these last 50 years. So um, let's give them all the applause. Kudos to you, Nintendo. Hope for continued success here. Uh, and when you guys are ready to talk about your new system, just we're, we're waiting with bated breath. <laughs> Let me know your guys' thoughts and comments here on the feed here in the podcast. Do you feel like uh, the Switch sales are justified? Do you uh, think there's something better they should be doing? I mean, could they be doing something better even in the midst of these impressive numbers? Uh, and even share some of your favorite things about the Switch, what you've enjoyed about it. I would love to hear your thoughts. Leave them here on the show. We can go ahead and play them for the next episode if you want to be on them. Uh, otherwise, you can drop some comments when I drop this feed. I also post this on Twitter at videogame 379 if you want to leave some thoughts on there. Thanks again for your time, guys. Appreciate you listening here. Have a great rest of your week, and we'll see you next time for another edition of Video Game.